following podcast may contain a shitload of popular profanity. Live from Mighty Trapdoor Mansion, high atop Tent Hill, it's We Talk Games Video Power Magazine, featuring Frank Hemblin, Horace Pengrove, William Bentley III, with Stinky the Game Master, T.T. Schmootkins, Tishka Honeypot, Alex Greenspan, and Cut Cockbirth! And now we talk games! We talk games! Here it comes! Yeah. We talk games! Full bullshit and energy! It's always rebels on top, baby! But we keep on going Yeah. Oh, wow. I've been recording for two minutes. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to Arcade Weekly. We talk games, the weekly arcade game, one game review program, which we do each week, where we only focus on arcade games, 100% game talk, no filler. Here we go. <laughs> I'm Wiggly. On the line on a Skype pipe is Kyle Von Kubik. Hello, everybody. KVK. And from a way, 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 way over in the continent of Irish land, Johnny Capcom. Yes, sir. Just had to drain a fish pond, and uh, I, I feel like I'm going to throw up because had an emergency. I'll tell you what. Fish pond, such a delicate balance sometimes. I cleaned it out yesterday. Everything was cool. I have to test the pH balance of the water because I fill it with the Easton City water. That's right. They had they had some type of bacteria or what. I forgot about that. Maybe, I don't know. Who the fuck knows? Anyway, I put the net over it then too. But I test the water, wide spectrum pH. And uh, today I see Skeeter on the bottom there. Uh, Fun Boy 3 is breathing hard. Noodles, These are fish, right? Noodles Jr. is looking uh, a little white. Yeah, these are fish. Transor Z, I think. He's, uh, he was doing okay, breathing a little heavy. So I'm like, oh my God, they're all dying. So uh, I had a quick you know, grab another garden hose, and you know, you got to suck the garden hose like, a, like when you're, you know, stealing gas, John. You got to, or uh, petrol, oh, yeah. I should say. So I'm very adept at this. I'm very good at this because I drained the pond off yesterday. I mean, this is just insane. But the, I had the wrong end where it like has this weird type of black thing. So I had to stick my like deep throat the fucking garden hose a little bit be, to get a good suction on it. And I'm sucking and, and I'm sucking. I'm sucking. I'm where sucking. was all this talk, okay, when we were doing Eagle Fighters? It would have been relevant. I listened to it and I was saying the same story. But I'm sucking, I'm sucking, I'm sucking. I'm deep throating the thing. And uh, I took a giant gulp of Ugh. the bottom of the pond water you know where the leaves are and the fish poops and the fish food and everything else and uh so i might throw up yeah you're gonna throw up too if i punch in the nose wow wow 
What's the matter, Stinky? Stinky Just threatening violence. Since we're four minutes in and haven't started on a game yet. 100% game, no filler. What's what's up your cross, Stinky? Oh, well, uh, yeah, maybe, maybe it is just me. I had one of those coal miner boulder farts. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> That's why you take a poop, and you're pooping, and you're pooping, and everything's going okay. You don't notice anything. Then all of a sudden, you poop out this one pebble, and behind it is a giant fart. You're wondering, how did that giant gas bubble get in there? Blocked by a boulder turd. All right, all right. That reminds me, I'm going to be on Boney the Dog Show this Wednesday. Chris McGinnis's show? I remember him from the Stickham, right? Yeah, he was in Stickham. We'll, oh, by the way, we'll be in Stickham next week on Jib Jab's <laughs> channel. So check us out live next week, 11.30 p.m. We're going to kick off something the following week. I'm getting screwed up with our dates because I deleted our run sheet. I don't know if you noticed that, Kyle. I deleted the good run sheet. Uh, from the internet from the internet it's gone so merry christmas <laughs> are you actually away checking no <laughs> yo you better you bet your ass I you, mean you didn't back it up locally or something now is chris mick guinness one of your uh, countrymen there i don't kyle <laughs> uh no <laughs> You can find out about Chris McGinnis at dramaguycjm.blogspot.com and uh, check out his fantastic podcast, which I'm going to be a guest star on. Don't ask me why he decided to uh, interview me. I'll be on that. I'll probably talk about coal miner boulder farts. So check out Thoughts Out of Context on uh, Wednesday, I think. This Wednesday. Is it live? It's going to be live on Stickcam. On the Earthlink <laughs> channel. Open up your Netscape Navigator and uh, type that in. Speaking of challenges, hey, what's a challenge if there's no risk involved? Risky challenge. Irem, 1993. I'll tell you what. A challenge with no risk involved should not be the name of this game, Risky Challenge. <laughs> <laughs> Even though there is risk and there is challenge, I think Escape or Rescue should have been part of that name. Maybe uh, Tetrascape? Or, uh, uh, yeah, that would work, I guess. <laughs> how about Alexi's Lemmings aid stand? Yeah, you're hitting that's, notes. That's definitely correct. That's deep. You got to go deep. is a little bit too sexy, though. Tetrascape? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it sounds a little bit like uh, how you shave your vagina hair. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, Sister Golden Hair Pie Surprise. Remember that song? <laughs> That's a song I wrote. Thank you. Good night, everybody. Oh, fucking hair pie. <laughs> Oh, God. So, uh, we're going to be talking about Risky Challenge. <laughs> you know, I love Irem. One of my favorite video game companies. Video games? <laughs> Irem's one of my favorite video games. They make the best consoles. And uh, <laughs> oh, I'd never heard that expression before. A hair pie? Oh, my. Yeah. Hey, I hear that you're really getting looking forward to uh, Christmas. The Christmas season's very popular around... Uh, Anascarthy and uh, Galgameth. Where, where are you actually? Gotham. Gotham. Gargamel. Yeah, it's it's the one. I thought you were excited about it because of watching Walmart videos on the. Oh telly. no, that's the Black Friday. Oh, Black Friday. Oh, yeah. Right. So you're getting ready for the holiday season. Oh yeah, my favorite day of the year is what I call 
video Saturday where I watch all the videos of people in America going mental for Black Friday sales. <laughs> it's fucking amazing. Like one of my favorite hobbies is watching people step on each other for fucking discount stereos. Like that is. <laughs> <laughs> It's just fucking wonderful. Hey, man, the Swiffer Wet Vac is going to be like $4. <laughs> Limit two. So you're Vic. You are a renowned treasure hunter. I think that's where Risky Challenge comes from. I think it's the story. I think it's the he's, fucking... he's somewhere he's not supposed to be, and he's taking a risk to get the treasure. I know, but... I paid attention to the story I, here. It, I know what you're saying, but I think that's what Risky Challenge comes from. Whoever decided to use all those ellipses in the fucking thing, they were taking a risk. <laughs> <laughs> what? Ellipses. Did you say? Ellipses. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Vic, a renowned treasure hunter, 100% game talk, went to the to uh, the dungeon outside the village to look for treasure t today. Mm -hmm. Now, see, this is what I like about this game. First, we start off right. Oh, yeah. Dot, 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 dot. But, dot, 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 dot. Buddy fall. What I like about this game is particularly one of the best things, I think, is that it takes place today. Today. This yeah. is deep. When you play a game, what happens? Year 20XX. X. You know? Mm -hmm. 1943. You go around there. Planet was in danger seven years ago. Now it's 20XX. Well, guess what? 20XX is coming up. So you better put two like XX. games with 19XX. Yeah. That's, <laughs> but I like that this says that he went there that's fish pond he went there to look for treasure today <laughs> i like that he's an anthropomorphic testicle he is he definitely looks much different than the other characters in the he, game who are yeah, upset I, about him i have a question about that character but i'll bring it up later that okay. I, I might come across as really insensitive for asking but, uh, <laughs> yeah uh -oh. vic and Vinny. so they are two balls with feet <laughs> I guess. And uh-oh, there has been an earthquake at the dungeon, and Vic has not returned. And there is a muscle-bound fella. I mean, he is he is <laughs> jacked up. I don't know what he's holding in his hand. A uh, 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 fork? This guy's yelling at Emily. He's very upset about this because of all the action lines. Very anime, this this uh, whole opening scene. Mm. And Emily's shocked. What? Dot, dot, dot. Did you say? I wonder what she said in between what did you say. She <laughs> yeah. says it with two exclamation points. And now she's praying the dungeon will sink underwater. Please help me. And she's praying. And the frame where she's praying and saying that the dungeon is uh, sinking, will you please help him? The word sink comes up on her right shoulder from the bottom of the screen, and the word ing comes up on mm, the left shoulder. Yeah. Sinking is uh, in this tidal wave behind her. So, uh, hilarious. It stars Vic, and I said, and Vinny, if it's two-player. And you're trying to grab some treasure to impress Emily. Vic isn't too bright, and you will soon begin to hate Vic <laughs> fairly really rapidly Vic. on. Yeah, he is, he is dumb. And, uh, oh, by the way, he's probably blood type AB. Not sure. It, it doesn't say, but that's my guess. This is a horizontal lead Vic the Lemming to the exit by dropping Tetris-style blocks for him to climb up upon. And there's also levels where you must destroy large sections of the blocks with a bomb. And we'll talk about the bomb pieces and things like that and more about the play mechanics. There's a new part of our show. It's called Making Mechanics. Making Mechanics. Tetris came out in 1984. 
Lemmings came out in 1991, and Risky Challenge came out in 1993. And then, of mm-hmm. course, the Mario versus Donkey Kong 2, March of the Minis, is 2006. So that's called Making Mechanics. Is there going to be a sound effect for it? No. Not yet. <sighs> Unless Stinky, you know, farts or something. So basically, yeah, you can tell from the uh, the demo screen what's going to be happening here, and it, it explains you can drop blocks. You could drop blocks on the enemies. There's going to be enemies on screen, mm-hmm. and these exits are floating all around, and the graphics are really Irem-y, very pretty. Yeah. I love how Irem lights things. I bring it up a lot. Vigilante, you go back to that not terribly creative character designs, not uh, terribly innovative play mechanics or anything but the shading and the attention to little things that might only happen once they really got it down as far as glow gloss and lighting and the light direction on their on their artwork while you're dropping these blocks there's several ways for vic to croak he can get hit by a monster he you can Mm -hmm. accidentally squish him by one with one of your blocks there's also this water on the bottom remember the dungeon is going to flood in like 10 hours. Yeah. So you could drown by the rising water. The rising water is foreshadowed by the jaws. Dun, dun. And then mm-hmm. uh, you can also stack to the top. If you stack to the top, you get the pack of blocks. Right. And you get the pack of blocks, you go to heaven. Heaven is always the top of the screen. <laughs> There's different play mechanics. Like I mentioned, you can use a block to scoot Vic along, like push him yeah. towards the exit to make him go faster. You can use it to shuttle Vic, make Vic fall onto one of the blocks and then quick move the block with him atop it. There's even uh, level 28, I think. You just have to quickly scoot him past all these spikes and stuff down to the exit. And level three is actually the earliest. It's the quickest victory you can get is by catching him on your block and then shoving him right to the exit. Gotcha. And there's little things that you eat along the way, a rice rice cake stack, a loaf of bread. Mm -hmm a jewel that will suck the water back into the ocean. Oh, and the other thing is if you drop a block right next to Vic, he will get scared and he'll run away from it quickly. So that's another way you can make him run <laughs> and away. And he cries from out like Pac-Man and Pac-Man 2, the new adventures. Did you notice that? Yeah, he is. He's really <laughs> upset. <laughs> like, whoa, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. What did you think about this? Because I'll tell you what, when I, I'm the one that suggested this title, but I saw what it is and I thought, okay, this will be nice to, I always talk about fucking breakout games. So why don't I talk about a Tetris game (laughs) that you use to do something else with Tetrises? And I got to tell you, I don't know why this game isn't on different consoles because I ended up liking it a lot more than I thought I would. It's much more of a puzzle game. You can win it quickly, a lot like uh, even the contemporary games like Peggle. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. it's uh, that new that new game Pagel um, <laughs> yeah, new hot for all the you can do that but in order to get all the extra things there's there's little dudes that are sometimes around that you try to rescue them try to get the different power ups etc so it can be more challenging if you want to take the risks right <laughs> yeah, you mentioned the little you mentioned the little dudes there's like a little icon with other anthropomorphic testicles that you can <laughs> pop out of and they'll follow you around and that definitely has the march of the minis vibe if you collect 10 of those as you progress through the game you get a free man which was cool 
I thought the game was very challenging. With that challenge came reward. Like once you figured out a stage, it definitely felt like you accomplished something. And um, yeah, I was cursing Vic a lot. And I was like, no, don't go by the dinosaur. I, I felt like John last episode with that girl playing. Uh, Alex Kidd, yeah. Yeah, Alex oh, right. Kidd going up to say hello to the ghosts. Well, that, that's what Vic does. He just walks right up to a you know a dinosaur or some goblin or a monster and goes to shake his hand. But I thought that the levels were great. You know, the levels being puzzle designs, but I thought the puzzle designs were great. When something clicked, like you figured out how to accomplish something easily, like when you figured out that Vic could fall on your moving block before it was placed and then you could just bring him to the exit that was a new skill set one of the drawbacks for me with the game was the difficulty ramps up very quickly Mm. and aside from the very beginning where if you tell it it's your first time it'll go gentle and kind with you but it'll also show you the very basic play mechanic that's it like it just shows you like oh you put blocks and Vic will climb up them and he'll get to the exit. They don't really talk about other little skills that you learn along the way from a lot of failures. But here's a pro player tip. If you're ever in a pinch and you got a bomb and you need to get rid of it, you can explode the bomb by hitting the rotation button. And also, if you're in a pinch and you just need one block for Vic to get out of a bad situation, use the bomb like a block. As long as it hasn't hit anything, it doesn't explode. And he will climb on top of it and climb to another block. Very helpful. And that took me to like stage, I don't know, 15 to figure out or something. Um, (laughs) The game is very long. There's a lot of, you know, a lot there. And yes, I agree with you, Wiggly. I think this type of game belonged on the console. I really enjoyed it. The art direction was a lot of fun. The music tracks were good. I enjoyed the monster design. Graphically, I didn't think it was like, the cutest thing we've seen, like, you know, no. I think Taito probably would have made this a little cutier and candier looking, but I like the uh, the graphics for what they are. It felt good. It felt like I was in control, and if I lost, it was on me or Vic. <laughs> Normally, I blame Vic. Yeah. But um, I dug this game a lot, and I think for an arcade game, it's surprising because especially this time frame, the puzzle games that weren't on the console were more designed to eat up your quarters. And this game is definitely a quarter eater, but it wasn't that there was a challenge involved so much as they just would keep adding enemies or shorten the time. There wasn't a lot of great puzzle games in the arcade. A lot of great puzzle games at this time period were on the home console. So this game stands out because it really is a solid puzzle game. And it reminded me a lot of Tetris Plus, which came out on the PlayStation. Mm. Instead of the hazard being the water in this game rising to the top, in Tetris Plus, there was like a little pith hat wearing explorer in a dungeon, but the hazard was coming from the top of the screen instead right. of the bottom, and it was like a spiked platform. And what you have to do is break away the Tetris block so he could get to the exit. That was more Tetris than anything else. This game, although it has Tetris blocks, it does something different with that game. Unless you're playing the versus mode, you're not making levels. You're just trying to guide this character to the end. So yes, it hits on the Lemmings note. It hits on that Mario versus Donkey Kong. And for me, it hit on Cat Trap. I don't know if you played that for the Game oh, Boy. Oh, yeah. But it, it, it hit on that note as well. Was that the one where you were the two cat? You're like a cat brother and sister? Yes. And Yeah, that game was so weird. It was, seemed, it was like set in like London or something. I think it was. I mean, if you were to look at the screens or the, the levels, I don't think it was apparent. But I think the box art had something like Big Ben in the background. I, I don't. I don't remember. I just. I remember that game, and I remember that same sort of 
screen puzzle, moving around, trying to dodge enemies, digging. It just hit that note. It, it's not identical to that game. It just hit that note. Yeah. But if you're familiar with any of those games that I just discussed, you know, and you're, you like those games, I think you'll really enjoy a risky challenge. Oh, my God. Hold on a second. Mike. Mike Fritz in the booth, by the way. Yo. Mike, Kyle sounds like he's underwater. Let's try to get a different connection here. No time for you will pass. Okay. All right, everybody's back on. Mike, thanks. Let's see how this works. I think we were going transatlantic and then back stateside, and I think uh, everything got their ishkabibble and a huckabuckle. Did you see Chack and Pop jumping around? No! I know this isn't Taito, but there's one <laughs> enemy that I swear to God looks like Chack and Pop. He's a yellow orb, and he jumped and he bounced around and i was like ah oh, time to die check and pop and i was wailing blocks on him but yeah there is check and pop in this game i don't remember what stage but you'll see one of the enemies looks like check and pop the other thing you could do is fall onto the exit and uh, that's good because you have seven seconds to hold your breath underwater so even if the exit is underwater as soon as they hit the top of the exit it'll automatically drain all the water and there's a little platform that appears underneath your exit door uh, the drawbridge area there, and then you can exit. So what did you think about it, John? I don't know if this is your cup of tea. No, I enjoyed it. I had a, an observation about it, and obviously you guys have discussed the story, and this might make me sound really horrible, but I think it's just something I saw possibly in the subtext of the game. Oh, no. Um, and again, I'm not trying to be insensitive, but Uh-oh. I w- worried, is Vic... Maybe better. Oh, <laughs> All right, some of that's edited. I <laughs> <laughs> see. I saw it more as an allegory for uh, coming into manhood. <gasps> Anthropomorphic testicles, testicles drop, drop. and, <laughs> and uh, you have to traverse uh, different things that come your way, the challenges of everyday life, so that way you can tame Emily Strange at the end of the game. And you eventually <laughs> give Emily your treasure. Yeah, you, you unload it on her. Yeah. <laughs> That's staying in the show. The glaze donut. And all along the way, your time's counting down. He's like three hours left, and Emily's in a little window with roses behind her, uh, hoping that Vic's okay. There's all different type of treasure pieces you could pick up. As I mentioned, there's there's uh, slices of cheesecake. I didn't mention that, but there are slices of cheesecake. There's uh, ice levels. There's a dinosaur that breaks the blocks on his head, so if you try to squash him on the top, uh, he'll break the, the block open. I don't understand these champagne glasses that are your life. It's some sort of cocktail you collect, but I didn't notice anything happening when I got them other than points. I know there was two spots for them. There's those blocks that are like Tron's tea on his chest from that film, Tron. Oh, is that what it is? They're like like three separate blocks in like a triangle formation. Those are the solid square attached blocks of this game. Whenever I was playing along, I like the tree separated like triangle of blocking I was like oh for fuck yeah I know <laughs> block you're talking about yeah they're very awkward yep the um monsters or whatever that he goes up against or well that you go up against whenever you trap them it's kind of hilarious to watch them be annoyed with you <laughs> yeah <laughs> as I was playing through it it obviously has like a lot of Tetris to it but like am I the only one who kind of got a little Dr. Mario feel off it as well hmm I don't know, the way you use the bombs to me feels very Dr. Mario. Yeah, that makes sense. Sometimes you'll definitely trap yourself with the Tetris blocks because they're not shaped like Tetris blocks. They're shaped kind of wonky, some of them. Some of them are the giant lines, but some of them are these, uh, 
I don't know, boomerang shaped things. So often if you're trying to build steps, you'll, you'll capture yourself. So throwing a bomb down there like a Dr. Mario makes sense. John brought up a good point, too, about trapping the monsters, Mm -hmm. which we didn't touch on. Normally, that's probably the best course of action instead of crushing them, because when you do crush them, they come back into the stage and it's randomized of where they fall. Sometimes other stages, they keep falling in the same direction. And then as time progresses, they'll dump more in. If you're the water is really high and you haven't gotten to the exit, you won't see this often. But if you kind of just milk that stage, then they'll start throwing more monsters. But it's good just to trap them because then they're just stuck there and you won't have another monster dump in. Right on. The end of the levels are, have uh, such metrics as clear bonus, exit bonus, and then your lap. <laughs> How long your lap took. You have time bonuses and it also shows the first, second, and third best laps that uh, someone else might have been playing this game. There's a Grim Reaper in this game. Uh, a lot of neat characters. And... Um, Vic is very emotional. At one point, he says, oh, my God, because of all the monsters. (laughs) And he's crying. And uh, at the end, he hurries up. Hurry up. The dungeon will crumble to pieces any second. Vic, come this way. Yeah, that's right. He's reunited with eh, dot, 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 Millie. (laughs) The best use of an ellipsis in this game. (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's ellipses pornography at this point. <laughs> There's one tiny little feature about Vic that I found really distressing. That he's a fucking waterhead? <laughs> there, I made up for what I had it edited out that like you said. <laughs> Yeah, well, when you drop a block on him and he gets squished, yeah, yeah, he looks like really stressed. He is. What has happened to him? It's he's just like, like, why? He's such a cute little character. He's like, oh, and it's your fault. The little <laughs> animations really are very good. Like, there's also enemies later on that like um, sploosh out of the blocks. <laughs> And they look very liquidy, like that death animation, those animations of the enemy, like you were describing with the little dinosaurs. They're very small icons or or, or, uh, sprites, but they do emote very well. Yeah, a lot of animation. I love Emily at the end. She says, I'm sorry if I worried about you, but this treasure is so much better than the others. (laughs) (laughs) It is wonderful, (laughs) but you must stop doing such reckless things. Yes, I know, and I will be more careful from now on. (laughs) Vic continued as a treasure hunter. He said, like, fuck you, Emily, and lived a rich and happy life with Emily. And now Emily's only in this for the the gold digging, right? Yeah, I guess so. Is he her son? (laughs) uh, No one knows. Either of you play the two-player mode? No, I wish I could have. Okay, so I was kind of confused as to how two-player would work because I'm like, God damn it, that'd be a lot of blocks Mm. coming down on that screen and make things worse. It's actually just a versus mode, and that mode plays a little bit more like Tetris. Not as enjoyable as the main game, but something to do with a friend. Uh, Basically, it's whoever dies first. So you got Vinny on one side, Vic on the other, and the water's rising, and you just have to keep your avatar above that water and eventually someone will screw up and die and that's how you win i see so time kun evidently is uh emily's pendant time kun if you didn't know that 
No. You also fight Pootie? I was wondering about that. Yep. It's very... <laughs> If that was on the back of currency, people would have a conspiracy theory. They might. <laughs> they might. Oh, is this an Illuminati game? <clears throat> it is an Illuminati. Are we in the Illuminati now? We are. I think we are. We're yeah. part of the. We're part of the system. Because uh, nice. I'm going to uh, Bilderbond, Bonderbird, Bilderbird, Bilderbird. Yeah, I'm going to go uh, fight the reptilians. Oh, that's mm. in another game. If you notice, Vic wears a, the, a helmet that has a, a crown that has an eyeball on it at the end, too. <laughs> uh, you fight Pony, you fight Pawnee, you fight Chival, you fight Pompey, Mr. Bomb, B-O-M, you fight Yo-Yo, you fight uh, Pelu. And with names like these, like, why they bother? <laughs> <laughs> that, that, but this is what Iram does. I know. If you remember, I told you about the TurboGrafx. I was so obsessed with my R-Type booklet that I learned the name of the snake and all the different enemies that the, that, uh, the R-Type ship would fight. And I thought that was so cool. Uh, if I gotcha, Himera, and who? Plus, there are radio actors. <laughs> there is some voice happening. I just don't yeah. speak Japanese. No, you don't. So... I don't know what he's saying, but well, you got to listen him. to the radio, I guess, because they're radio <laughs> actors, evidently. Yeah. So maybe they just filmed or they just recorded some shit off the radio. Like, <laughs> those, those fucking honkies in the West won't know what this is anyway. Like, you know. We are honkies. Any final thoughts on uh, Vic and Vinny and uh, Emily and Risky Challenge? Uh, That's a pond talking. For my money, like. If this game had it came out on like iOS or something like two years ago, it would have been a bigger hit, I'd imagine, than it was when it came out in the arcades and never made it to the consoles. Like people always used to say in magazines, like, look at the casual game market that's opened up recently, and you're like, it hasn't come out of nowhere. This is this kind of stuff used to exist back then. Sure, sure. And like cutesy uh, puzzle kind of platforming games, they were they were a thing for a long time. I don't know. It's kind of sad that a game like this, which has a lot of quality effort put into its aesthetics and the uh, mechanics of it, like that, they weren't, and will probably continue to be obscure. Like at least people can steal it, I suppose. <laughs> and I do recommend stealing it because it's a very good game. And um, if you're into the any of the games that we discussed, Tetris Plus, just regular Tetris, Lemmings. Oh, even games a little more abstract from this, like Worms, yeah, or I like I that. said, Cat Trap. Yeah, because yeah, that was such a <laughs> successful hit. Uh, you will dig this game, and uh, for bang for your buck, which is zero dollars, but <laughs> you're going to get the play out of it. It's not like something you're going to be done with in 10 minutes. We've talked about games in the past on this show that, yeah, they were a lot of fun. It was a blast, but it was over within, you know, 20 minutes. That's what's great about this game. Mm-hmm. It's going to take you some time to master because the, the mechanic is very simple, but Wrapping your head around it, stage to stage to stage, takes some time, and I think that's what makes this game enjoyable. It is definitely a game that should have been on the home console, like Liquid Kits. We talked about that in the past. Right. It's the same caliber of game. It's a very good game that was in the arcade, that is underrated, should be appreciated now, and thanks to this show, you can appreciate it. Yeah. Unless you get really lucky, it's going to take you some time, and you can change your strategies on each level. For some reason, I wanted to play this to the end. I didn't want to give up at any time and say, I'm done with this. And even though Vic and Lemmings are sometimes annoying, it didn't have anything that really drove me away from it. 
Absolutely. Yeah. I stuck with it as well because I was up for the challenge. And like I said, I, I got frustrated. I cursed a lot. Kim was laughing at me because of the nonsense I was speaking in the other room. Like, ah, not the dinosaur. God damn it. And she's like, what are you playing? I said, I think you're going to like this because even again, going a little more abstract, some of those little uh, micro games you're playing a Professor Layden. Uh, hit, hits this note. Sure. This is an enjoyable game and it's challenging. But like I said, once you get past that stage, it's very rewarding. And when he walks into the water, what a dope. <laughs> what a dope he is. And now here's TT Schmookins with next week's We Talk Games Video Power Magazine Arcade Weekly Arcade Game Audio Clue. Hello, I am Titty Schmookins. Here is next week's We Talk Games, Video Power Magazine, Arcade Weekly, Arcade Game Audio Clue. And... Good luck, dudes. We're going to have a two for Tuesday next week, on Monday. For Thanksgiving, gobble, gobble, gobble. It's yep. turkey time. I've been, I've been invited to, to a thing. Oh. You flying back over? I also like to point out to our listeners, like, you know, even though I was in both of these uh, guys' abodes recently, we waited till I was back in another continent to record. <laughs> well, I'm sure we both had podcast recordings planned for you, but then just being with you was what we would rather have experienced, you know? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Definitely. We took a couple selfies, but that's about it. <laughs> and we went thrift store shopping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I think uh, John's favorite thrift store was definitely in downtown Easton, where the lady greeted us and showed us all of her video games that she had, NHL 93. <laughs> and shoots and ladders, missing pieces. <laughs> Madden, Madden 92. She doesn't know well, much about nice video that games. That's not just the thing that we have to deal with here in Ireland, because if you go looking for video games anywhere, you need, like, you know, you're wading through a sea of FIFA, mm. you know, 1990XX, <laughs> like it's... I'll go through on my friends' uh, sayings. If you have a FIFA game or any sports title that you're thinking about giving into a thrift store or a charity shop or something like that, fucking eat it. Right? <laughs> Definitely. I don't want to have to see it. John, you can't even get a half a bag of Funyuns for a FIFA game. <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kyle. You can get a team, though, I think. Yes. Kyle definitely won as far as uh, exposing John to a lot of things. He got injected yeah, yeah. with American culture. I only showed him eight man. Uh, what else did I, we get to? to Any check Marine out? Boy? Did we do Marine Boy? No. Uh, well, no. I, uh, Wild Boy and Monster Fort. Oh yeah, Is Bigfoot it? and Wild Boy. We did watch an episode of that. Lots of no. running. We watched. <laughs> we just forward fasted to the running and the jumping parts, which only takes a couple seconds to forward fast to the next sequence of that. Yeah, where he gets hit with the boulder and punches it away. Every episode okay, is a boulder. So I was not in the best of spirits, but um, it was definitely awesome. But you know why? I was stressed out about the fucking trick-or-treaters, and then it was wedding time, so the wedding bells yeah. were ringing. It's good stuff, though. I had a great week, uh, even though I wasn't in the moment a lot. But I was with this game because I played it today! <laughs> All right, so what's your clue for uh, next week? I, are we going to get two clues or just one? Uh, I can give just one clue for both games. Okay, go ahead. DOS games at the arcade. <laughs> oh. <laughs> My clue is 
Ravishing child. Okay. Wow. <laughs> that's, that, uh, that sounds very priestly. When you see uh, what kind of gimmick the uh, said child has on its face, you okay. know what I mean. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. For the first game, I feel this game is important. My clue for the second game will be, I don't do this because I don't want to be like Hitler. <laughs> so uh so take that uh i have to meet my hitler quota for john and we'll talk to you next week on we talk games hopefully I cannot wait okay, bye. Thank you.